0: The last retreat, we talked about uh, Ramayana. Ramayana in the Ayodhya Kanda. We spoke about uh, the blessings Kausalya gave to Lord Sri Rama when he was going into the. Uh, uh, that tomorrow, tomorrow is uh, World Women's Day and women's contribution. That any person to be successful, there is a mother's contribution is more than, generally more than the father's contribution. Uh, children associate with the mother more than the father. It's uh, the connection. It's a mother's nature. Mother's nature is uh, giving, caring. That's why that bonding. The children can associate freely with the mother than the father. Generally, father is outside, going out, whereas mother inside the house. It's, uh, that's why mother is called as uh, the grihini. Grihini means... Uh, one, griha. Griha means house. The house sustains by the mother. It's a, if the relationship is not good, that house it's a, collapses. That mother is the pillar of the house. Mother is the pillar. And, and uh, she is a, plays a pivotal role in shaping the children. In the kausalya when... Uh, to send off Lord Sri Rama, she was containing her uh, sorrow, but still uh, it's uh, as a duty. She has to bless him. We don't know how to greet also. If there is a birthday, we say happy birthday. If there is a a wedding anniversary, happy wedding anniversary. Or it's a happy day. If I'm travelling overseas, Bon voyage. Happy journey. That's all we can say. We are short of words. We don't know how to talk also. Only two words. Happy journey. That's all. But Kausalya, how she blessed. How should be his journey for in the forest for 14 years? She was blessing. You are may The trees be kind to you when you are going. Unseasonable time also, may they start flowering, start giving the fruits. May the paths be without any th- thrones. May the wild animal may not attack you. May the water elements, creatures be kind to you. May the that, uh, creepers be kind to you. And one by one, she start giving the blessing. May the God presiding over the eastern direction be divine beings, bless you. May the noble souls on the westerly direction bless you. May the divine beings on the eastern direction and northern, southern, everywhere, may you be protected from all sides. And you and she, at the end se- she says, may you come back It's uh, without any injury. Safely after 14 years I long to see you and I don't want to shed my tears shedding the tears is a sign of inauspiciousness I don't want to shed my tears and that controlled herself and she blessed that is the character of a great woman, woman's character in Ramayana Valmiki, Valmiki depicted that one Valmiki, the role of a mother how a mother should be and today we'll touch upon Srimad Bhagavatam. There is another great lady, great lady that talks about that great lady, Devahuti. Devahuti and Kapila. Kapila Devahuti and Kardama. Kardama Rishi, Kardama, Kardama and Devahuti story. And very pious, and Kardama did lot of austerities and invoked the blessings of uh, The Lord and Lord assured him, so pleased with your austerities, I will be born in your family. And he had a right match, and uh, it's Manu's daughter Devahuti, equally pious lady, and uh, she also did lot of sadhana, lot of austerities, and served husband wherever she could at best and when the son Kapila, Lord was born as a Kapila to Kardama and Devahuti. And Kapila and when this son was born, Kardama thought, my role now is finished, I should go and do more austerities and he went out and uh, after when Kapila was born. and Devahuti, now she became a student, <coughs> Kapila became the teacher. And she was asking the question, what is devotion? What is bhakti? What is sadhana? How to do? What is yoga? I want to know what is yoga means. I am very curious about that one. I will please bless me with the message of yoga. What yoga means. Now we go to yoga class. What yoga class means? Stretching your arms and legs and at the end say three oms, finished. Yoga class finished. But this one, it is talking about what is yoga. It is talking about this one and to begin with Srimad Bhagavatam 18 chapters uh, Puranas to understand Vedas we need to have a backing of Puranas. And best of the Puranas, the cream of the Puranas, Veda Vyasa composed at the last. This is the ultimate. In other Puranas, deliberately there are some information is given, it is susceptible to misinterpretation. Whereas Bhagavata Mahapurana, it is at the end. It's the ultimate Purana. So still, other Puranas, many things have taken out and added over the time, whereas this one, 18,000 verses, still intact. And this Purana, the beginning it says, if I take anything, for example, if I take a mango from the shop, if I, I peel off the skin, I throw the skin, I throw the seed out and I eat the pulp. And in the mango, if the mango weighs uh, 300 grams, about 200, 150 grams, 100 grams I throw out. Remaining only I eat. It's about uh, maybe uh, three-fourth I get, one-quarter I throw. If I buy a jackfruit, about three-fourth I throw, only one-quarter I keep. And there are something to throw thrown and something to kept. Whereas Bhagavata is such a Purana, Nothing to be wasted. Hundred percent utilized and hundred percent to be released, hundred percent nectar. That Purana, nowhere to be found. This is the Bhagavata Purana. And it's a unique fruit, and unique fruit, that fruit such a such that there is no waste in this one. And that Purana we should cough, we should. Drink this purana again and again to reach to the immortality. That is the mantra. It's a shloka. Repeat after me. That we had to cough that one. So relish and what it is saying. What it is saying. It's a so divine and so blissful and it enriches our personality. Repeat that mantra. It's a shloka. Nigamakalpataror galitam. Nigamakalpataro palitam palitam Palam Shukamuga Niga shuka muka Nigamakalpataro galitam shukamuka amrta Shukamukha Shukamukha Amrita ta samritam ta bhagavata Nikamakalpa Tarur Nigama <laughs> Kalpataru is an eternal fruit and uh, it's uh, full of nectar and that one we have to drink again and again to reach to the immortality. And I uh, request... Uh, Sumana to read she reads this one well and uh, you want to read this one takes uh, this chapter it's uh, Devahuti ask that question from here Devahuti and uh, towards the end end of this chapter it goes into many j- Shlokas Thivrena Bhakti Yogena Mano Maiar Pitham Stitham Thivrena Bhakti Yogena Through the intense devotion a Bhakti Yogena mind has to be set on me. Shri Krishna says, Thivrena Bhakti Yogena Mano Maiar Pitham Offer yourself, your mind to him. And you had to be established there. And you start from here. Devahuti watcha. Devahuti says
1: yeah.
0: hmm.
1: <clears throat> Devahuti said, I am awfully sick of the craving for enjoyment of my wicked senses, O perfect one. It is because of my unremitting efforts to gratify this craving that I have fallen into the deep abyss of ignorance, O Lord. In this present birth, which I am sure is going to be the last of a long series, I have now, by your grace, secured in you an excellent eye to enable me to see through this thick veil of darkness, which is so difficult to penetrate. You are no other than the Lord, the most ancient person and the ruler of all the embodied souls, who has appeared like the sun as an eye to the world, blinded by by ignorance. Now be pleased, my Lord, to dispel my great delusion for the feeling of I-ness with reference to the body and that of mineness, in respect of all that is connected with it, have been inspired by you. For ascertaining the true nature of Prakriti and Purusha, I have sought refuge in you, who afford protection to all and are a veritable axe to the tree of metempsychosis in the case of your devotees. I bore to you the foremost of those knowing the secrets of true religion. Maitreya continued, on hearing of his mother's innocent desire, which was calculated to stimulate in men the longing for liberation, the Lord, who is the goal of noble souls that have subdued their self, mentally approved of it, and spoke as follows, his countenance beaming with a gentle smile. The Lord said, In my opinion, the only means to final beatitude is yoga in the form of contemplation on the Supreme Spirit, which is characterized by absolute cessation of both joy and sorrow. I shall now explain to you that very yoga, which is perfect in every limb, and which I taught of yore to sages like Narada, who were keen to hear of it, O virtuous lady. Mind alone is held responsible for the bondage and emancipation of the soul. Attached to the object of senses, it leads to bondage. When, however, it develops affinity to the Supreme Person, it brings liberation to the soul. When the mind is purged of its impurities in the form of lust, greed etc., which have their root in the sense of I-ness and Mindness, ness and becomes pure, it grows indifferent to pleasure and pain and gets equipoised. With the mind equipped with true knowledge and dispassion as well as with devotion, The jiva, individual soul, then perceives the self as one, without a second, undifferentiated, self-effulgent, subtle, indivisible, unattached and beyond prakriti and prakriti is as reduced in strength. For striving souls, there is no blissful road to God-realization like devotion directed towards the Lord who is the soul of the universe. The wise consider attachment as an unyielding fetter for the soul. The same, however, serves as an open door to liberation when it is directed towards saints. Saints are forbearing, compassionate and composed. They are friendly to all living beings and inimical to none and follow the injunctions of the shastras. Their good disposition itself serves as an ornament to them. With an undivided heart, they practice unflinching devotion to me, and for my sake, they abandon even their obligatory duties and forsake their kinsmen and relatives. Nay, they listen to and narrate delightful stories relating to me, their mind ever set on me. Afflictions of various kinds, therefore, never torment such people. Such are holy men, free from all attachment, O virtuous lady. Attachment to such holy men may be sought for by you, for they counteract the pernicious effects of attachment. Through the fellowship of saints, one gets to hear my stories leading to a correct and full knowledge of my glory and pleasing to the heart as well as to the ear. By hearing such stories, one is sure to develop one after another reverence and fondness for and devotion to the Lord, whose realization is preceded by the cessation of ignorance. Developing distaste for the pleasures of sense, belonging to this world as well as to the next, Through devotion engendered by contemplation on my pastimes connected with the creation, preservation and dissolution of the universe, the man who enjoys the fellowship of saints will diligently and devoutly strive to subdue his mind through easy process of yoga devotion. Through renunciation of material objects of sense, through wisdom supplemented by dispassion through yoga concentration of mind and through devotion directed towards me man attains to me the self of all embodied soul in that very life devahuti said what kind of devotion is worth developing towards you and what is the type what is the type fit to be practiced by me through which i may easily and immediately attain to your being a synonym for liberation what is the character of the yoga disciple referred to you to by you o oh, embodiment of supreme bliss as a direct means to god perception like an arrow which goes straight to its target as well as to the realization of truth and how many are the processes supplementary to the same Kindly explain all this to me in such a way that I, a dull-witted woman, O Hari, may understand the difficult process with ease by your grace." Maitreya resumed. Having thus learned the object of his mother, Devahuti, through whom he had appeared in a human semblance, Lord Kapila was filled with affection for her and expounded the system of philosophy which teaches the fundamental principles such as Prakriti, Purusha and so on and which they call Sankhya as well as the elaborate course of devotion and yoga, the process of meditation and the other methods of mind control. The Lord said, motiveless devotion to the Lord may be defined as the natural inclination towards the Lord, who is an embodiment of sattva, or goodness, of the senses, of a man of undivided mind, which are the only means of perceiving the object, as well as of his organs of actions, which are engaged in activities enjoyed by the Vedas. Devotion, as defined above, is superior to final beatitude itself, in that it speedily dissolves the subtle body, even as the gastric fire digests digests the food that is devoured. Some devotees of the Lord, who ever delight in the service of my feet and are engaged in activities only for my sake, and who lovingly sing to one another of my exploits alone, crave not even for absorption into my being. The aforesaid saints, O Mother, behold my charming and divine forms, possessed of a smiling face and ruddy eyes, forms which confer boons on them and have talks with them, which are the envy even of the greatest sages. Their devotion to me secures to them a place in my subtle abode, even though they never seek of it, their mind and senses... Fascinated by those forms with attractive limbs, captivating playful gestures, glances accompanied with a smile and a delightful speech. They no longer crave for the wealth and enjoyment of Satyaloka, the highest heaven, and the other spheres falling within my jurisdiction as the Lord of Maya nor for the eight kinds of supernatural powers that come to them of their own accord as a sequel to devotion, nor even for the wealth and splendor of the Lord's own realm, vaikuntha which are full in every respect. Yet they do enjoy these in, the, in that abode of the Supreme. They who depend on me, nay to whom I am the only object of love, Nay, the very self, the son, the friend, the preceptor, the kith and kin, and the chosen deity are never deprived of those enjoyments in Vaikuntha which consist of pure sattva, nor does my weapon in the shape of time ever devour them. I take them once for all to the other side of death, the ocean of birth and death, who worship me with exclusive devotion in the aforesaid manner, realizing my presence in every quarter and renouncing this world and the next, nay, even their own conditioned self in the shape of their subtle body, which wanders through both and all those who are connected with the same here, as well as possession such as wealth, cattle and houses and everything else, The terrible fear of birth and death can never be got rid by resorting to anyone other than myself, the Almighty Lord, the ruler of both Prakriti and Purusha, the self of all all living beings. It is through fear of me that the wind blows. It is through fear of me that the sun shines. It is through fear of me that Indra, the god of rain, sends forth showers Fire burns and death goes about taking its toll. For lasting happiness, the yogis, striving souls, betake themselves through the practice of devotion, accompanied by spiritual knowledge and dispassion to my feet, which are free from fear of every kind. A mind fixed on me through the intense practice of devotion and steadied thereby, that is the only means for men in this world to attain the final beatitude.
0: At the beginning, uh, I mentioned uh, by taking the mind out, we can't get the lasting happiness. To get there, to get the lasting happiness, our mind has to be elevated, sublime, sublime to the higher level. We don't have any reserve energy here. Many companies, and uh, this because of the coronavirus uh, difficult situation, they are closing their business. We can't even one month they can't handle the tough time. We have no stamina within, small problem we collapse. We have to build up our energy. Energy, we have to build up our energy, build up our reserve through only through practice. When you build up your reserve within, you can handle the difficult situation in our life. We are never trained to how to build up our reserve. We think building up the reserve is building up the bank account. It is Yoga is talking about inner reserve. Build up your inner reserve. You can handle the difficult situation in your life. Inner reserve, reserve to the most innermost person. He is within everyone, reserve to him. And slowly your inner reserve goes up. You will become like a big banyan tree, gives (laughs) shelter to millions of people. Wanderers scorched in the heat of their life, they will come and take shelter around under this tree for shade. Many birds will come and take shelter in that tree, and so many fruits it will start bearing. Become like that, in, in, enhance, increase your inner reserve. You will become like a nigama kalpataror galitham palam. Yutam, bhagavata bhavaka. And it says, become kalpatarov. that reserve, when it goes up, you will become like a tree, that type of tree. So much, you will give, nourish so many people along the way of your, uh, uh, path of your journey. And so it talks about Bhagavatam talks about how to enrich our self. Yoga is about enriching our personality. Eyes gently closed.